Hello and welcome to Soap and Mirrors, the podcast all about public toilets with me, Shivani. And me, Steve. And just before we get into this week's episode, if you're enjoying the podcast, please tell your friends and family, leave comments and rates wherever you listen to your podcast and subscribe. We super duper appreciate that. Now, this week's episode is all about indecency. Indeed. Uh, What's the most indecent thing you've done lately, Steve? (laughs) (laughs) Lately? (laughs) I haven't had any opportunities to do anything indecent lately. Have you felt guilty about doing something you just shouldn't have been doing? I mean, there's the occasional taking a pee because you really have to in a place that you probably shouldn't be peeing, which I guess I think all men have done at some point. Yes. And in fact, we'll not, be talking about that later in the episode. <laughs> not necessarily publicly, but, you know. Well, in your own home? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, mean, not in, I mean, not in front of people. Okay. Because <laughs> I was, I was con- going to say, it's, it's okay to pee. You shouldn't, shouldn't have shame to, shame to pee. I'm holding it all in yeah. until the day I die. <laughs> well, you did say in the previous episode that you are someone who doesn't need to pee. You only, you only pee because you choose to pee. Exactly. <laughs> Where and when I choose to pee is my business. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's dive in to indecent languages. I'm kidding. There are no indecent languages. Languages are a beautiful thing. I bet uh, there's at least one. Like a sex-based language. Oh. Well, yeah, there's a lot of slang, which is just, which uses crude and vulgar. Well, words, words that we just have come to know as being indecent, but at the end of the day, they're just sounds. <laughs> that yeah, make I mean. In our <laughs> anyway, as is the way in season two, we like to start the episode off with a word for toilet in another language and this week's word is machria machria i like the way that sounds it does sound really cool doesn't it i think it sounds cool because i don't recognize it (laughs) as any obvious (laughs) language so there's a very 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 tenuous link to uh indecency um, fr- from this word that I've just said, uh, but let's let's just get back to the language and what you what you think the language might be. Uh, I'm going to try and narrow it down a bit. It's could it be? Is it from Africa somewhere? It's not. Uh, it's actually. I'll give you a clue. It's an ancient language. <laughs> an ancient an language. Ancient so language. people do not speak it anymore, or they speak it in a different way. So I would say. They don't speak it anymore, but lots of languages have co- have come from this language. Is it Latin? It's it's not Latin, no. What? There hmm. are other la- root languages. I know, but that's the only one I know. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, another clue that this language, or a group of languages, because obviously lots of dialects and, and languages have, have, have rooted from it, or come from it, uh, is spoken or are spoken in sort of Southwest Asia, so which is what is considered sort of the Middle East. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'll know this language. Yeah, you might. You'll, not... you'll, you'll probably have heard of it. Uh, I don't. I don't know much about 
language ah. history. <laughs> well, I'll I'll give you the the language. It's Aramaic. I've never heard of that. Oh, Aramaic. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, very very cool. And uh, the word that I said for toilet, machria, is uh, from the Syriac dialect of Aramaic. Those are the ones that can't eat gluten, right? <laughs> <laughs> even back then <laughs> well celiac disease will have been around for a long time i imagine it's just no one knew what it was that was causing it perhaps there were so many <laughs> other illnesses to, to worry about that <laughs> yeah getting sick from bread wasn't that big a deal exactly uh you might be wondering why i chose this word I am actually. Yeah, because there's there's a lot of explaining to do, and you'll probably be very unimpressed. And listeners, you'll probably be unimpressed. But here, here we go. This is this is. We'll all be unimpressed together. Yes, exactly. Uh, can you, Steve, think of a fairly commonly known word for toilet in the English language that some might consider indecent, and it doesn't involve swearing? Is, uh, is. Is this like a Britishy thing, like bog or something? Oh, uh, it's not bog, although that is sometimes considered indecent. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's no, oh. it's not. You no, know, it's not British. Mm. The shitter? It's... I don't know. Oh, that involves swearing. That does involve swearing. <laughs> yeah. The pooper. <laughs> uh, you. I mean, you're on the right lines. The dumper? I don't know. <laughs> uh, beginning with C. The crapper. Yeah! Hooray! I was so close. Yeah, you said all the wonderful indecent words, but just not the one I was looking for. But anyway, all very appropriate indecent words for the toilet, but crapper is the one I'm looking for. So Thomas Crapper, who famously did not invent the flushing toilet, uh, but he did invent the bullcock, which is the bit that goes into the tank that stops uh, the, the tank from overflowing with, with water. Uh, well, Thomas is an Aramaic name. So there we go. <laughs> Wow. We've gone from Thomas to Thomas Crapper. Crapper being an, an indecent word for uh, toilet. And the topic this week is indecency. So That's very interesting. That's uh, funny you should mention that that's a myth. I've got a little bit of a myth to bust as well. Ooh. Which is, because I was looking up for indecency, the whole thing about how people used to throw their poop out of windows and things. Uh, <laughs> like from like from chamber pots, not in, not in recent <laughs> okay, days, just, day. just hot like. <laughs> okay, thank you for and... clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> and apparently, that is apparently that's mostly a myth. Okay. And and I, I I guess people did use to occasionally do it, but it wasn't commonplace. People would. Just take it downstairs and bring it to the nearest river or whatever. That would be the more uh, sensible thing to do. Yeah. Rather than throw it out there. But there's loads of myths myths around it. Like, I know people... I was reading some discussion about it, and people were saying how some tour guides will say that the bars and windows, uh -huh. old windows, are, are were to stop people from launching their poop out. But in reality, the bars were just to stop burglars and things. Yeah. So there's a huge, I don't know, belief system around this poop getting through the windows that is kind of largely not, not right. Uh, what else do you have on indecency, Steve? I found an interesting article 
on historicengland.org.uk. So it's very trustworthy. Oh, yes. Um, and it was about LGBTQ history. Mm-hmm. And this article, or part of this article, was, which is titled Indecent Behavior, so it fits very well, mm. was about how back in the day when the LGBTQ community was much more oppressed and much less accepted in society than it is today, public bathrooms and public baths, like Victorian baths and things, anywhere basically that was segregated by sex, so in particular public bathrooms, public baths, mm-hmm were great places for gay people to go and hook up. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, so there was a whole thing, um, I think it was sort of in the late 1800s and into the late 1900s as well. So as an example, there's, have you ever heard of these people? There's a guy called Christopher Isherwood, who was a writer. Mm, I'm not familiar. He took his friend Benjamin Britten. Oh, who? I'm confused with yeah. Benjamin Button. Okay. <laughs> no, Benjamin Britten's a composer. Yes, he is a composer. Yeah. <laughs> so they were, he had a friend called Chris Isherwood, and uh, and Benjamin Britten, who was kind of a bit in the closet still, he, he got taken all these baths, and he, his quote was, Very pleasant sensation, completely sensuous, but very healthy. It is extraordinary to find one's resistance to anything gradually weakening. <laughs> so... <laughs> bit of a sensual quote but it, the i guess the message is kind of that these things were or this these activities that were going on mm-hmm. were mostly healthy for for people that were in this situation it's a shame that that was a thing and in many parts of the world it's very frowned upon and unfortunately is punishable by i think even death in some places which is just ludicrous but if it's safe to meet in public toilets and to to have relations, then so be it. I mean, there are certainly worse places than a Turkish bath to yeah to meet for such things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds quite nice, isn't it? A Turkish bath. Hang on, is that the one where it's just... Is that a very open space, or...? I don't know, man. It's I'm this, trying to think uh, what Turkish bath is now. It's. I think it's just a bath, like a big bath, like a pool, sort of. Yeah. Ooh. Just did an image search, and they just... Seem very ornate and beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. So, do you think? I suppose these days it's. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of whether this would segue into the. Uh, go into something just segue else. like we kind of end with uh, it's a cool place to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. Do it in public toilets if you want. Well, not. I... <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 not condoning this. Not condoning this. Yeah, it's probably, it probably is. <laughs> uh, it's just that back in the day, this was a thing. Uh, talking about inequality, I just want to talk about the inequality with public toilets. We'll definitely go into more detail in another episode, but just something I wanted to touch upon briefly is the provision of urinals in public spaces. Steve, Ooh, have yes. you ever used urinals... Uh, uh, music festivals or sports events that you know the ones that are just outside in a field yeah 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 i have and i've even used the ones they i feel like they're i don't see them as often well i don't go outside as often but they i've even used the ones in the london downtown niche area that ones that on rise street. from the ground yeah <laughs> 
Arise, my toilet, so I might be. <laughs> oh, Hatton, describe your experience. You go pee. <laughs> you go pee. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Uh... You can't wash your hands though, which I always find annoying. No, yeah, that does suck. But you know, better than better to have slightly dirty hands than pee everywhere. <laughs> yeah, pee pee somewhere you're not supposed to pee. Mm. Uh, have you ever seen a female urinal uh, equivalent? I can't say that I have or that I remember it if I have. No. So it's been brought to my attention that uh, female urinals are are a thing. So these have been spotted at music festivals, uh, sports events, uh, running events and stuff. I've never seen one myself, but that's just because I just don't go out. <laughs> I'm very antisocial. Too busy making podcasts yeah, to go to these music exactly. festivals and things. <laughs> yeah, just I just talk about them. I'm perfectly happy to do that. Anyway, Lapee, I don't actually know if I'm saying this properly, or L-A-P-E-E, but I think it's Lapee, is one Sounds of right these. right to me. Yeah, right? One of these types of uh, ladies' urinals. Oh, I've just looked it up. It's very intricate. Oh yeah, it's it's quite it's a nice design, isn't it? It looks like a from the pictures. It looks like a marble run or something. <laughs> I'd like to think of it as if you're if you're uh, looking down from above, it looks like a propeller, a plane's yeah. propeller with three blades. Ah, uh, so those are each of the spots for the person to go. Yeah. So if you're if you're listening, obviously you can just do a quick quick search on this lappy l-a-p-e-e but if you're if you're not uh, able to search then only way i can describe it is yeah three uh, like a three petaled flower or three bladed propeller where each blade uh has a slight uh like a, like a opening wide enough for someone to just slip into the inside of the propeller uh where there's a little hole and you can just sort of squat and do your business. Uh, and it's basically three. It's basically three urinals in one unit. Yeah, yeah. But it's also kind of three porta portaloos. Yeah, but just very small with no roof. Yes. Yeah, so that I think that's an important thing to note that the the height of the the walls should hopefully be high enough so that if someone is standing in the area of the propeller or petal, however you want to describe it wherever you pee, when you pull your pants down, you should still be covered. The The wall will come up to, you know, your waist or slightly higher. Uh, and you just squat down, do your business, uh, pull your pants up and then leave. It's like a little fort almost. There's three <laughs> little fort sections that you go, because they're a bit on a rise. They've got this sort of waist tight or chest tight wall. <laughs> you go in there and you're protecting that corner of the fort. You can feel mighty. Uh, do you know how many visits, or, yeah, roughly, on average, it would take to fill up the tank beneath one of these lapi propeller-type urinals? Is the tank attached, like, part of that system? Is it part of this I think it's somewhere underneath. Thing, or is it underground? I think it could and be. And I have no mm. idea. Does, doesn't it sort of depend how big you build it? Like, could you... Uh, well, just according to the website, uh... It says that it will allow for 3,500 visits till full, That's, which is yeah. huge. 3,500. I'm trying to do the maths. Let's say like if each person takes a minute. 
Supposedly, it's meant to be about 30 seconds. Oh, well, yeah. each person takes... I'm a man, but in between... I don't know. Okay. Let's say they take 30 seconds. So that's 120 per hour. So then that's, you know, times that by... It's almost 30. You got 30 hours. That's pretty that's good, pretty isn't good. it? Yeah. But, and that's 30 non-stop hours of peeing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is normally the case, because there's always queues at festivals and stuff that's so true. i hear because i don't go to these things <laughs> no i can confirm uh anyway just the other type that i've seen is called madame p <laughs> which looks more like a portaloo in the sense that it's got that upright uh portaloo structure it has saloon swing doors you know <laughs> there's ones where you bust in and oh feel nice really yeah great. i love yeah. a good saloon door yeah so it has those, and inside is a toilet basin with a, a meshy kind of net over it. So you just sort of squat and you do your business. Oh, yeah, okay. and then you push the saloon doors on your way out and you feel. Meshy. So you're peeing on what mighty. you're standing on? It's a no, meshy... no. So it imagine a just a, a toilet bowl, just a regular toilet bowl. So imagine you're going to sit down. But there isn't a seat, so you have to hover. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So those, uh, Madame P, that's spelled M-A-D-A-M-E-P-E-E. If you're interested, just have a have a look. Perhaps you're booking an event. You are running event, an event. You are hosting a festival, sports event. Uh, <laughs> Maybe you're the next fire festival. And you... Yeah. Maybe. Or if you want to campaign for having more... Uh, women-friendly uh, toilets, then those those are two two names you can suggest to event planners. And it's about time, because I learned in my research that mm. the male ones were invented in 1830, public urinals. They're called pissoirs. Oh yeah, I love that they're called pissoirs. <laughs> yeah, the first ones came around in 1830, so it's taken almost wow. 200 years for us to oh, so bad. catch up. That's really, really bad. Uh, did you know that in the UK, public urination is illegal? I assumed it was. Yeah, just one of those things that because people just do it so often... Yeah, but you, I've, you know, I've heard of people getting, getting tickets for such things. Oh really? Yeah, in Canada and in the UK. Oh. No, I didn't... I, I don't know. Mind you, I don't... It's not something that comes up in conversation a lot, I suppose, where... No, it's just sort of when it happens, people will tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's illegal to publicly urinate. Uh, it's a criminal offence under the 1986 Public Order Act, and you might be fined, or... You will you, be fined. You will be fined. And yeah. you will be found. Yes. The scent of your pee will be tracked back to you. Indeed. Um, did you know that you can also be accused of indecent... There's our uh, keyword there. Indecent exposure if you urinate in public. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You have to have something exposed if you're urinating in public. Right. So obviously this can this can be for for anyone, males, for females, whoever. Because uh, you have to expose some part of your... Your bow day <laughs> to get that to get that stuff out. Uh, you can be jailed for up to two years and fined. Wow. Yeah. So pee in your house. Yeah. 
Uh, or councils and the pub- and the government just need to have more public toilets available. You know, yeah. that that would also help. <laughs> Let's um, mass worldwide rollout of the Madame P's. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. I wouldn't. I'm trying to think how I would feel about using a ur- urinal because you can't wipe. You obviously can bring your own tissue and stuff. That's fine, but I don't know whether there's a bin situated right outside the urinal so that you can put any waste tissue, tampons, sanitary pads. That all of that sort of stuff comes into play, and it just makes me think it's a little bit unhygienic. Uh, I don't know if there are these portable water basins so that you can wash your hands. Um, soap. Not sure if that's provided. So I, I think I would feel a little bit apprehensive using a urinal and I'd much rather use a proper public toilet with, with all the functioning parts. But I suppose if you if you have to go, then you, you just have to go. So I need to find myself in this position where the La P or Madame P and myself come together. <laughs> in a glorious <laughs> meeting. Um, so on the topic of indecency, I found that there are these people well people exist that like to poo at all the time everywhere called serial poopers is that is that something that they get kicks out of is it one of those things it so there's different reasons some some of it is related to being drunk and doing it that sort of thing some of it is related to there was a, an interview with a psychologist who said that often people that do this will have some kind of something psychologically mm-hmm. um, that makes them just be obsessed with poo. And it's this obsession with poo is called scatology, which is odd because that also means the study of poo. So it's kind of... Yeah, that is a... I guess if you were studying poo, you would be a bit obsessed with it, but it's it can be a bit confusing. Yeah. But this led me <laughs> to find that... There is there have been some very famous scatologists in history, one of whom was Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. No, no, don't he, tell me this. So not not to say that he was like he didn't go around pooping everywhere. I don't think, but he seemed to have a a, a love of poo, and here here is a letter that he wrote. Oh god, Steve, you're killing me. My my whole world has been flipped upside down. I'll never see Mozart in the same way ever again. <laughs> here is here is a poem that Mozart wrote to his cousin. And it says this is a bit lewd, so cover your ears oh, if you're I can't, I've got headphones, so I'm getting all of your audio directly into my brain. <laughs> it says, Well, I wish you good night. But first, shit in your bed and make it burst. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Sleep soundly, my love. Into your mouth, your ass you'll shove. <laughs> That's Mozart. One of his greatest works. <laughs> I think it goes Einklein Nacht Music, number one, and then Poop Poem, number two. I'm speechless. Where are you getting this information, Steve? It's in Wikipedia. Now... It's Wikipedia. gotta be true. Yeah. <laughs> mm. And it's got it's got a it's a got reference a reference thing. 
citation. There's a whole. There's literally a Wikipedia article called Mozart and Scantology. Oh, I think this is a smear campaign. Lol. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's even got lyrics. Like, there's lyrics in one of his songs that that translates to uh, "Kiss my ass." <laughs> quickly, quickly. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm just reporting the facts here. Oh. Well, on that bombshell, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I mean, I have no words. I mean, I have words, you know, I'm using them now. But I don't think I can, one, I don't think I can top that story. Two, I don't have any more on indecency and public toilets or pooping. Uh, do, you have, do you have anything else to add? No, I don't want to ruin any any more composers for you. Let's start. We all now have a very different view of you know. You know when that question comes up in uh, in friendly conversations about you know if you could uh, have uh, a dinner party and and invite anyone from past and present to your dinner party, who would your top three people be? Well, you know what? I know that I'm inviting Mozart to my dinner party and. I'm going to have to, I know we're eating dinner, but I'm going to have to just interrogate him on this obsession because I can't face, I can't, I can't believe this is happening or this happened. I think he, I think he's off the list for me. <laughs> I was going to say, would I be endangering myself if I went to this dinner party and Mozart was there and he... You know what? I, th- I just don't want to. Think I think about he would add some decorum. Like he's he's played for royals and things, and didn't seem to mess that up. But I think you might find some strange letters maybe in the following days and weeks. <sighs> okay, no, I think I I also veto Mozart. He's not allowed to my dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all the indecency for you. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm just gonna go and cry now. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>